on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Lightband. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, and occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Lightband offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Kricker. He is Alex Allard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that finally got its wish and got some cold weather. Alex, how are you now? Not so bad. How about you, Casey? I'm doing all right. Uh, Alex, what have you been up to this past week? Because Austin P sports hasn't been up to much. No, there has definitely not been many sports. I have been neck deep in finals. Finals. So, woo. We'll talk, let's talk about your final. Let's talk about finals, Alex. How how are finals going? They've been all right. I mean, you know, I'm a sports communication major, so it's like I don't have very many like written exams. So they're mainly whole bunch of long papers. Have you submitted any episode to the podcast as a final? You know, I actually mentioned the podcast in a presentation that I did. There you go. So um, I think that deserves a little bit of extra credit. So Yes, yes, it does. So. To whatever teacher, give us, give Alex credit for doing this podcast. Yeah, as Professor Terrell. Hey, I, I mentioned the PCAST. I mean, that's... As silly little, as it may be. Yeah, exactly. But... What, I mean, what, what, what finals have you taken? How, and you t- I, what, how, many, how many have you taken? Let's see. I've, I've taken all of them now. So let's see. I had the presentation, which counted as a final on Monday for a social media tactics class. And I just submitted a paper, two papers yesterday, uh, both for a mass media and women class that I have. And it was one was like a 1500 word final. One was like a 750 word. But it's like, I mean, words aren't that bad. You know, we do a lot of writing in this occupation, but right. still a lot of research, a lot of sources. Not much fun, but hey, it's so over. So you're done? I'm done. I have one more semester left. How many classes do you have left? I have four classes. Are you registered? Yeah, all registered. And What are they? Let's see. All I of them. Go. Okay. Now, I have off the top of your head. Intro to Corporate Communication. Oh, boy. I have Audio Production 1. How exciting. I have Feature Writing. Oh, that sounds fun. And Copy copy Editing. So. Well, one of those doesn't suck. No, one of them does not suck. Feature Writing should be good. Copy Editing, we'll see. What does what happens in copy editing? I have class? no idea. I was just told that the class isn't that bad, so I was like, "Hey, last semester, may as well take it." Yeah, you know that class. It's not very good. That's not that bad. That's, yeah, well, that's what they told you. We'll see how much my friends actually hate me. Okay, I guess we'll find out. Uh, while you've been doing finals, I've been winning silly trivia games at CC's Pizza on Monday night. I don't know if if you're listening, you haven't seen Parker Phillips' tweet. You should go look at it. Me, Parker Phillips, Max Remy, Cole Langford, the uh, December 6th, sure. CC's Pizza Trivia Champs. Woo. Yeah, we showed up for uh, $5 pizza buffets and ended up walking out as the number one smartest people in Clarksville. Finally use that history degree? Uh, yeah, except for I got one of the history questions wrong. And I was, it was true or false. The United States purchased Alaska after 1900. And I said, true, because in my head I was thinking of when Alaska became a state. January 2nd, 1959. Right, because you looked that up after we talked about this. He didn't know that off the top of his head, people. Don't, 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 (laughs) no, you don't get that kind of credit on my podcast here. Um, So, yeah. So, I I got the state and the purchase date of Alaska mixed up, and I got the question wrong for the team, and I felt bad. 
Uh, we won, though. The, the final question was, which time zone has the biggest population in the United States? And we were down one point going into that, but we wagered every point we had, <laughs> and the team ahead of us did not, apparently. Or they got it wrong, either one. But we wagered all 55 points, and we, we ended up blowing them out. So was it? do you win, like, bragging We got a or? coupon for oh. a free giant pizza and cheese bread. The problem is, if we go back to CeCe's, we want the buffet. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, we're going to have to order <laughs> CeCe's pizza out one night because that's the only time we're ever going to use this coupon. Hey, I mean, at least you got it. Uh, uh, honestly, I, mean, I think I won bragging rights over a bunch of people I didn't know. There. You know, I might have to uh, just take my own team into there one day and just smack oh, y'all. You're going to step into that arena. You better Let's be ready. I'm ready. You better come prepared. Got it. God, you're in trouble. I hope you do. I might just have to. Uh, Spotify rap came out last week. I hear you had a pretty interesting one. I have a very weird Spotify rap. Now, I know you don't have Spotify. I don't use Spotify because I'm a normal person that uses yeah. Apple Music, but whatever. No, I, I, normal people use Spotify. Mm, Sorry. Mm, but no, whatever. I mean. Give me I, the breakdown on the Alex Allard Spotify rap. So. All in all, my number one artist was Drake. Okay. Because, you know, he had uh, his new album come out. And I that thing has been on repeat for ever since it came out. Okay. So he was my number one artist. I was in, like, the top 1% of listeners for Drake. And I feel like everybody was in the top 1% of everybody. I know, right? Did they just say that to make everybody feel special? You know, they just might have. And now I don't feel as special. But no, I'm I mean, sorry I had, about that. It is what it is. But I had a whole bunch of Eminem, a whole bunch of Drake, and then snuck in, like, Toby Keith in there. Big Toby Keith fan. Um that's really quite yeah. a quite a jump. You think so? I mean, you don't think Eminem and Toby Keith are going to collab one day? No. I think they should. I, that would be I great. personally don't I think that it. that's ever going to happen. No. Uh, I think Eminem knows some words <laughs> Toby Keith never heard. But no, it was, it, was, it was a whole bunch of stuff like that mixed in with the occasional country song. It's just all over the place, huh? It really is. Terry Taylor had a good week. Terry, Terry Taylor's Taylor. had a good couple weeks. Terry Taylor is very good at basketball, in case you didn't know. Uh, I didn't. Maybe you should explain it to me now. Okay. So the the NBA G League sent out a tweet the other day, and it was like, Terry Taylor, uh, you know, number one rebounder. Now, people need to remember, like, if you haven't, if you didn't get to watch Terry Taylor here at Austin P, six foot five, the greatest rebounder you'll, you'll ever see. But, I mean, you look at his stats right now in the G League. So as of a couple of days ago, so whenever you're listening to this podcast, the Mad Ants, Fort Wayne Mad Ants, uh, will have played a game. But as of right now, Terry Taylor leads the G League with 13.3 rebounds per game, leads the G League in offensive rebounds at 5.8, and an efficiency rating of 33.8. Oh, and he's shooting 70, 72% from the field. 72% from the field? I don't think we talk about that number enough. No, 72% from the field, and then if you break that down into just his two-point shots, 90%. Oh. That's, uh, I think that's good. That's I could be good. wrong. Is he in the uh, – 50, 40, 90 club right now or not? No, he's at 72, 36, 91. So just so he needs a to hit little, some more threes. Yeah, just sink a couple hey, more. Hey, if he hits 36% threes, he's playing in the NBA next year. Oh, he's, he, he should be in the NBA this year. I mean, the Pacers aren't good enough to keep him in the G League, so. Yeah, this is true. But, yeah, no, Terry Taylor, G League legend. Austin P. Basketball did play one game last week. Yep, we did. Just one. Mm-hmm. They were the only one that played. The, uh, the men's basketball team played against Milligan on Sunday in the Dunn Center. They won 98-55. to Six Govs scored in double figures. 20 for Tariq Silver. 17 for Caleb Stone Carewell. 12 for Alec Woodard. 11 for Carlos Piaz. 10 for Cameron Copeland. And 10 more for Elijah Hutchins Everett. Oh, and don't forget, Corbin Merritt blocked four shots. That's, that's a big number. I'm, now, Corbin Merritt got seven inches on everybody on Milligan's roster, yeah. maybe. Most of our guys did. That's not the point. Um... Blocking four shots is fun. 
I like blocking shots. Uh, it was, it was a, the only thing that they did not accomplish in that game was reaching 100. I yeah, mean, the guys, we were going to score 100, and then we were sitting at 98 points with like two minutes left, and we're going to, and I don't remember who, I think it was right after we shot some free throws to get the 98. And Chris Austin, who's doing stats, is sitting next to me and goes, they're not going to score, or they're going <laughs> to, he goes, the only question is how many t- or how quickly the Govs get to 100. And I'm like, oh, my God. Stop it, Chris. He jinxed oh, it, he and then we didn't score 100. So it's all Sarge's fault. It sure is. Um, that's about it. Not much else to say about a win over a Milligan yeah. team. It, you it, did did what you're supposed to. Yep. Took care of business. Took care of business. Get back onto it next week. Uh, like I said, not a lot to talk about. So that's all for now. We'll be right back with the PCAST and Luke Brown of the oh, Austin B baseball okay. team right after this. on the PCAST. He's been getting it done on mounds from Williamsport to Springfield to Clarksville, and now he's here to take a shot at podcasting. It's Luke Brown of the Austin P baseball team. Welcome to the PCAST, Luke. How are you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. You just finished your last final, right? I did, yeah. It was uh, well, What it. class was it? It was like teaching team sports or something easy like that. It should be easy, but you know. Should be. That That's how professors get you. See what I'm saying? Like, it's always easy classes at the very end, you know. Hard finals? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Memorize all this crap and then, you know. How many finals you take this week? Gosh, this week two, last week three. Okay, so five in total. Yeah. You're a senior. Senior, yeah. So just one more semester, right? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> well, before you know grad school and all that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, All right, let's get right into your baseball career because it is, yeah. uh, started out pretty good back in 2012 with the Little League World <laughs> Series, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, there's – there's in American baseball, there's – you know, as a child, you grow up, there's three things, right? There's the goal of going to Williamsport. There's winning the College World Series, and then there's actually the World Series. So, I've got one out of the three. Well, right. almost. You got the American Championship. Got the American Championship. Japan was... So, for everybody that doesn't good. know, Luke was on the 2012 Goodlitzville Tennessee team that won the United States Championship and then lost to Japan in the World Championship. So, you said you got one of the three. What was the whole experience like for you? Gosh. Um, so, he, here's how it was. It was like, you're 12, so you're still a kid. And then they treat you pretty much like, like a MLB player. I mean, like, they show we showed up and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna fly you out." So as soon as we won our region, so we just beat Georgia, which in Georgia, in Georgia, those fans were brutal, by the way. And, and here's play, a fun. Did you play Warner Robins. I did. Okay. Here's a fun fact: Jake Fromm was the year before we like on the Warner Robins on the team. Warner Robins team. So he was 2011. So I was 2012. Sadly, couldn't meet him. Sadly, but um, we just beat Georgia on their home field. You know, they it was like all red. They all wore red, and we had maybe about a hundred people there. And then, like, I can't remember the number, but it was like twenty thousand fans or something like that showed up to a little league game. So they're all booing us every single time. We won on a is a one 
to zero ball game. The next night, that night, they're like, hey, we're going to fly you out to how did you win that game? Was it like a pass ball or something? It weird? was a pass ball. I remember yeah, yeah. it. I remember yes. watching it. I was like, was that the game they won on a pass I ball? I was this close from hitting a home run twice. And they had a center field who robbed two okay. of them. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, the baseball gods were not helping me out today, that day. Nope. I mean, at all. Zero. Um, but it was pretty much like surreal. So you get on a flight. You're 12. Your parents don't, aren't there. You know, so they're like, here's you and a couple coaches, just a couple coaches. We're on some janky flight. I'm talking like rattling the whole time. First flight ever. Um, so we get to Williamsport and uh, when we get there, we meet our we had like so the rooms were like in quarters kind of like this. So they had two teams on the top and two teams on the bottom and they all sh- like two teams shared a bathroom. It's kind of weird. But so we get there and we meet we have Mexico. We have Caribbean, and I think it was Uganda. So it was like, here's Tennessee, you know, as they would say, the redneck guys, and we're all, like, just mingling in. Well, that first night, we we, uh, meet with the Mexican team, and, I mean, it was incredible. I mean, those guys don't speak a lick of English. So we're – and we were trading stuff, like – because Easton would give us bats, hats, you know, glasses, whatever. So they would just – hand us free stuff, and we're like, we have too much. There's just no way. So we just trade off with each other. So I got a couple shirts, you know, back home that – You got some cool hats from all cool, over – Oh, cool hats. Cool – it was it was great. So that was, like, the first time getting there. And then playing in the Willard Series was, like – you would think, because, like, the cameras were rolling, you think you're nervous. But, like, honestly, it was just, like, if I lose, I already made it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're it's one like, of the top – 12 teams in the world. It's like in college, like if you make the World Series, like. You dude, lose, if you lose, you're still happy. You're you still lose, pretty happy. Like maybe like, not that day, but. That's what I'm saying. Think like, about it a week later, you're pretty, you're pretty cool. Exa- that's my point. Like, hey, I was one of the top teams in the country. In the world. That's, that's how it felt. Uh, yeah, exactly. In the world. So, and then to play Japan was, they, that was, that was an awesome experience. So. So let's talk about that California game in the U.S. championship. Oh, gosh. You guys are up 15 to 5 going into the bottom of the sixth inning. California scores 10 runs to tie the game in the bottom of the sixth. You're pitching at the end of this game, right? Yes. Yeah. And then you guys – so in the top of the seventh, extra innings, you guys scored nine runs and you win it, and you closed out the game as well. So I kind of blame that game on me a little bit. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> I – so I do, but, you know, when looking back, you know, obviously people have different opinions. But when I came in the game, it was like no warm-ups, nothing, just, hey, look – Get three outs, you know, that's it. Well, I ended up giving, like, two home runs away. And my – I mean, the team, they watched the game. They – I mean, unreal. Like, they they kill me when it comes to this stuff. Um, oh, man, look, you give up these bomb and all this stuff, you know. It's like, okay, I get it. Um, but – so, I give up two bombs. They tied the game. And then I come back, and my coach is like, well, I mean, old school guy, real old school. Um, he was like, well, you know um, – Right now, I mean, he just pretty much said it. I'm 12. He just said, you know what, this game's on you right now. Like, you give up two home runs. This is – if you don't finish this out, we're done. So, I was like, all right. Go back out there and then just finally just clutch it up. And I was like, thank God. You know what I mean? So, that was that experience. So, I was like, holy crap. You know. Jeez. So. Uh, So, you guys played Japan in the championship. Yeah. They were were pretty good, huh? Yeah. They're robots. That's what they are. I mean, they, they had this old school guy, probably in his 70s. Um, we went to go meet him, and he just – The coach? The coach, yeah, okay. yeah. 
and uh, straight face killer, man. The guy didn't smile, didn't and nothing. And the, another weird thing, if you ever like look back, I don't know if they ever showed. They had this spray. It was like a coolant spray or something like that, and they would spray the you know like pitcher's hand and all this stuff. So I'm not saying they're cheating, but <laughs> I'm just saying like like something was fishy, you know. Um, so yeah, nothing. We ran out of pitching because we played obviously because you, you know. played a 24 to 16 game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, we're tired. It was the next day. They yeah. had all the rest. They were. They were going to win it. I mean, like, I remember that night when we, after we won against California, our catcher goes, dude, I don't think we're going to win tomorrow. And I was like, I sit there, you know, as a teammate, like, come on, man, that, you know, don't do that. But everyone deep down knew, like, hey, this is going to be – tough we, one. Yeah, we're just trying to make it, you know. You still keep in touch with guys from that team? Uh, I do. Actually, um, there's a guy I keep in touch with. His name is Jake Rucker. He's actually in the – the uh, minor leagues right now. He played at uh, – did he play at Tennessee? He played at Tennessee. Okay. Yep. So, he – me and him have been good buddies ever since then. Um, so, yeah, he's in the minor leagues right now. I haven't really talked to him, you know, maybe a couple months. Um, but, yeah, that guy's awesome. There are a lot of guys on that team that played college baseball. No. Just uh, you and Jake Rucker, obviously. Me, Jake, and then a guy named Brock Myers as well. He's he, the one that hit all the home runs, right? Yes. He's actually at Tennessee Tech. Okay. Um, and he's a pitcher, huh. so I, which is weird. Yeah. I think about two of my little league teams, and like our best home run hitters are were college pitchers now. Yeah, it's it's, it seems weird. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. And you were playing third base, and now you're a pitcher. Yes. Uh, who's the coolest person you met in Williamsport? You know, ESPN professional oh. players there. Who who who'd you meet that you're like, man, that was cool. The coolest guy I met was um, Nomar Garcia Parr. Okay. And then uh, Jason Veritek was another one. So I okay. met two of those guys. And here's the cool th- thing about Jason Veritek I didn't know about was when I first met him, he was like, yeah, I've had a – I don't know if he was, like, trying to show off or whatever, but he, he won the Lily World Series, he won a College World Series, right. and he won a World Series. Yeah. So I'm like, dude, I want to have a career like this guy. Because, yeah. I mean, that dude just wins, yeah. you know. So meeting him was really, really cool. Um, Nomar, like, that guy was – he was great. Like, you know, he was good with, like, kid, I mean, our age kids, you know. So he was um, – that was like a great experience. Got a signed ball too. So, nice. Yeah. I watched your intro video this morning. You said your favorite player was David Freeze. Oh, yeah. Times have changed. Look, still not your not your favorite player anymore. N- not my favorite player. My all time favorite player, Albert Pujols. Um, I think you're a Cardinals guy. Big Cardinals yeah. guy, and I think what he did in St. Louis. I mean, come on, you know, ten years, won a World Series. So if you had to go back and redo that intro, you're not saying David Freeze. Yes. But hear me out on this. David Freeze won us the World Series in 2011. So I had to say, I had to say. It was one of those things. It was kind of like bittersweet, like, oh, Albert Pujols, he left, you know, that kind of thing. So you were a little angry at that point. I I was. I was mad. My 12-year-old self was mad. You're a very angry 12-year-old. Yes. So when you were young, you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes when you were four, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm reading about you on the Vanderbilt Medical Center website, an article, <laughs> and it says you're playing baseball. I don't know how old you are at this point. You slide into second base. Your insulin pump goes flying out of your pocket. You pick it up, and you run to third base with it in your hand. <laughs> Is this a true story? Uh, very much so, yes. I had this great – my parents are geniuses, I think, because um, I have this really cool method, like – so that happened, right? Right. And so you had to do something about it. Had to do something, right? So what we did was we took like, you know, like sliding shorts. Yeah. And we built in a pocket on the front. Right. Near the hip. 
And um, I still have that. I still use to this day. Honestly, the same pair? Same, not the same pair. Okay. No. The same no, method. I, I've grown a little bit. I was going to say you well. have grown, right? Use the same method. But um, honestly, if any company's listening, you know, I got you a great, you know, idea. Right. Yeah. Has, it, has this affected your baseball career in any way or is it something uh, you've got handled pretty well? Man, well, I would say, like, I got it four. Right, you're so, young. So you, you really dealt with young. it for a while. Yeah, so, like, when I first started playing, absolutely. I remember coaches were even saying, like, dude, this guy, too much to handle. Because, like, the whole time I'm like, I don't know what I'm, you know, you're trying to feel, you know, like diabetes is, like, kind of, like, you know, uh, you know, you're low or you're high, you know, like all that stuff. So try to tell your four-year-old, hey, man, how are you feeling? You know, what, what answer is he going to give you? So it's kind of that kind of thing. And I remember being, I mean, I'll be honest, like I was not a good kid, you know, I was terrible. <laughs> and I remember one guy was like, he told my mom, he was like, look, man, don't, don't raise a brat. You know what I mean? Like make sure, you know, Hey, get on top of this kid. Well, my mom always said like, after that, she was like, well, she thought baseball wasn't for me anymore. You know, just be quite honest. So then all of a sudden the little world series things happened. She's like, well, there you go. You Maybe know? it is for him. Maybe it is. So yeah, I'm just. Diabetes hasn't really affected me too much. I mean, ever since I got older, you know, got better with it. Uh, I try to make it not a big deal. Right. You know, because I know a bunch of people who are athletes and stuff like that, like, that try to, you know, showcase their, their, you know, oh, I'm this or, you know, I have this problem or that problem and look what I overcame. Like, I feel like, all right, you know, so what? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. just be who you are and, you know, if you everyone has problems. So right. it's like, why why make yours bigger than everyone else's? Right. In my opinion. So, all right. So when I ask everybody about you, they said you're a big coffee drinker. Yeah, but Very you show much. up in here drinking a monster <laughs> for the for the podcast. So, uh, big coffee guy. Absolutely, yes, one hundred percent. Specifically, Black Rifle coffee. That's, that was my next that's, question. That's the net. Yeah, that's the best one. Why Black Rifle? Is it? Uh, give me the breakdown here. Okay, so. Black Rifle for me is like I'm a big my family's big military supporters. Okay. So when you can buy coffee and then support something else like a military or something like that, for me is a no brainer. Perfect and good yeah. coffee and good coffee. And exactly. they got cool gear in the store. Oh, and I got the gear too. Were you drinking Black Rifle coffee before they came to Clarksville? Yes. So you were yes. buying it, or I was actually a member. Like you know those they yeah, have like you these can join the club. Yeah, I, ha I had the membership. And uh, I was like, dude, come on. Like, and then they said they're coming to Clarksville, which, you know, Perfect. I mean, I'm like, well, there goes my, my, my money that I worked for all summer. So when you, you make know. your own coffee at home, are you making Black Rifle or what are you doing? Yes, absolutely. They, they ship like two bags, whatever, every month. So oh, so I, you're on like a renew it every month. Like yes. It, yeah. it is at the door. It is at the one. door. And when, what, I, when we get it. Which kind do you get? Oh, man. I, see, I do like the variety thing where okay. like you just hit variety, like pick whatever they want. Is it and coming it, in K-Cups or is it coming like ground, ground coming, coffee? Like, yeah, I had to grind it up. And okay. You grind your own coffee? Yes. Oh. Yeah, a little fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and creamer. You have to put creamer in there too. Like I'm not just straight black. That's that's a whole other level. Oh, this is straight black coffee. But uh, okay. <laughs> what, kind, what flavor creamer? Oh, hazelnut all the way. So when you go to Black Rifle, your order is a black coffee with some hazelnut creamer. That's at home. Okay. Give me black, the order at black, the store. Black Rifle, every time, 100%er, it's the honey latte every time. It will never change. The honey latte. It's that good. That good? And if Black Rifle's listening, um, NIL Dill, please. Thank you. 
The PCAST is going to facilitate this NIL deal. Black Rifle Coffee. Yes. Get Luke Brown. Please. Listen, he will advertise for you. He's already doing Very it. Very much. I, yeah. Like Help a guy out. Seriously. They know me by name. Trust me. Do they really? It's I, I, I think so. Because uh, I bought a bunch of stuff from them. So they're like, yeah, we know this guy. All right. Max also told me to ask you about Arby's. Are you a big Arby's fan? Oh. All right. Here, here's the story about that. All right. <laughs> Freshman year, um, we're like – I forgot what happened, but we were in like kind of like a, I wouldn't say a slump, but kind of not, you know, really doing so well. Right. So we go to, um, we go, man, who, who, where was that school at? Um, EIU, that's who it was. And I remember talking about Arby's, like, hey, man, it's my favorite restaurant, whatever. Good food. Good food, especially the curly fries. Yeah. Uh, here, I'm just going to say this straight up. If you do not get the curly fries at Arby's, what what are you doing? Yeah. You know? Good mozzarella sticks too. That one, and I mean, I'm a beef and cheddar all the way. Yep. If you, I mean, I'm sorry, guys. If you get anything else different, that's just sad. But as I was saying, someone said it was a bunch of the seniors. It was, I think it was your class, right? right? Max and Parker, Max and, and Solid, those guys. Exactly. Just poking well, the bear. Poking the bear. I don't know how, but they're like, hey, stand up before every game and just scream Arby's as loud as you can on the bus. So I'm like. And, I, you know, it's not one of those things where you can say no. You know, yeah, I mean, right. I'm going to get either harassed, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of one of those things like, come on, bro. You know what I mean? And I don't want to listen to it. So I'm like, fine. You know what? I'll just stand up. I'll yell Arby's as loud as I possibly can before every game. Well, we end up going, we end up winning the series, you know, three games. And then we do it at the conference championship and we made it decently far there too. So it was like, it was just a ritual. And Coach Jansen loved it for some reason. I, you know, just you screaming Arby's. Don't know why. He was like, you know what? That was fantastic. You know how he is. He's, he's <laughs> like, you know what? That was great. What you did with our team and all this stuff. So I was like, all right, man. I got to just keep it, keep it up. I don't do it anymore. But it was just a one year thing. So it, it, it okay. served its purpose. It served its purpose. It helped us win. I would say. All right. So your roommates, Matt Jocelyn, Gino, Garrett mm-hmm. Spain. Yep. Did you guys ever play each other in high school? You guys are all from Middle oh. Tennessee. So I absolutely despise Rossview. Like Geno's school. Geno's school. Okay. Um, Garrett's school, they were cooler, but they still were kind of, you know, those guys. Right. You know, in our conference. Um, Matt Johnson, I never played him in high school. It's crazy. But, you know, I remember him. We knew of each other. I think mm-hmm. it was that kind of thing. Um, but never played. And uh, But anytime, especially when all of us committed – to Austin P, and uh, we—I mean—we play each other, and I'm like, you know, talking the big game, and especially to Garrett, you know, Garrett—he's a hothead. He, we call him Hockey, Hockey Garrett, and he is a little bit of a hothead, he, isn't dude, he? Dude, he just—if Garrett were playing basketball, he'd get a lot of texts. Oh, dude, I mean, the man—if you get the man going, see, that's the problem. The, the opponent tries to get in his head, and then, like, next thing you know, he's off there just yelling at him saying well, he played hockey so he's got that he thinks he could just drop the gloves with everybody oh dude it's it's incredible i mean it's incredible i have so many stories with him doing that um but yeah so like but gino was that guy who was like everyone loves gino kind of thing especially in high school I, that's what it felt like for me mm-hmm. so he'd come up to the plate and you hear everyone come on gino i stood and taught at rossview and they still love gino that's what i'm saying so, so, i don't know what he did in high school but yeah he was he was something um but yeah i, I love pitching to to all of them Especially Skyler Luna, too. Cause right, you did play him. Luna was 
in high school was really good. He was like – him and Garrett both were like, hey, man, if you can get these two guys out, you're going to, you know, pretty much have a good chance of beating them. Our team was not that good either way. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I love playing against those two teams, you know, growing up in high school. All right, well, I was talking to Matt Jocelyn, and okay. he said you're not a very good cook. Would you like to respond <laughs> to that? Oh, my gosh. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to say it straight up. I'm the best cook in the house uh, by far. With you, Gino, Spain, and Jocelyn. Yes. You're the best cook. By far. Okay. Um, the reason Jocelyn says that is because he just makes up concoctions. Um, what he, does he make up? Give me an example. Oh, my gosh. He Okay, he, he's that guy who, like, we call it the diarrhea bowl because it literally looks like that when he makes it. Like, it's <laughs> that bad. I mean, dude, dude has, like, this Mexican <laughs> – he puts hot ground beef. He puts this, this bean mixture and then puts iceberg lettuce inside and then lets it marinate and then heats it up the next day. And, I mean, he takes chips and eats it. Oh, yeah, puts rice in there too. It's disgusting. And uh, the reason uh, – nothing too. Jocelyn will never eat my food ever. It could be the, the best-looking dish ever. Never, never touch it. So never. that's what Jocelyn cooks. What do you cook? Oh, that man. makes you – you're the best cook in the house. you got to give me something. I am a grill expert. Okay. All right? So any type of burger, it's over. All right? Chicken, steaks, all the above, it's over. You know, especially side dishes too. Mac and cheese. I have a homemade mac and cheese recipe. What does Gino? Who did Gino in Spain think makes the best food? Spain loves my food. Okay. Yes, he does. Yeah, he may not. You know, if you, I bet if you brought him right here, he'd say no. But I mean, he's a liar. Um, Gino, Gino, he's. I don't know what what he thinks. I I don't know. He probably decide with Jocelyn. Now here, our our house, it's always three v one. It's always them against me. For some, because I love to argue, you know, I, that's a bad trait I have. So this, uh, that's funny, because when I lived in that house with Parker, Max, and Saleh, it was three versus one, and they were all coming at me. Yes. So you know what it feels like. I know, I know exactly what it feels even like. Even if you make a great point. It's in the same house. In the, yeah. Even if you make a great point, it's always, no, you're wrong. So it's like, all right, I know my place. All right, listen, I feel that more than anybody, Luke. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Jocelyn also told me to ask you if you're a big Metallica fan. Favorite band of all time. Favorite band of all time. All time. I remember, uh, so here's another thing. Metallica for me, when I, I remember listening to them for the first time in like when I was 10, and uh, just something stuck, you know. And, and uh, they came to Nashville, tried to go see them, and uh, couldn't make it. It was you, so sad. Is Metallica your intro song when you're pitching? It is not. What is? Okay, it's Money by Pink Floyd. Because okay. you know the cha-ching? Yeah, no, yeah. I think it's just killer, you know, like it's just like, all right, here we go. All right. So, so. you got to Austin P. Okay. Pitched 14 games your freshman year, mm-hmm. getting ready for your sophomore year, Tommy John surgery. Yes. Was that the first like serious injury you've had playing baseball? Ever. Yeah. The So here's the crazy part. So that whole fall was just, whew, it was tough because I got the PRP injection, you know, and, and tried to play through it, tried to play through it, tried to throw through it. Um, then it was kind of like it just a domino effect. So it went all these problems, and then next thing you know, pitching coach leaves, and then we COVID hit, and uh, so then all of a sudden I'm like I'm sitting here and I can't come, you know you can't come here you know because uh, they couldn't you know they were trying to figure out what the COVID was and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So I had to find places that were like hey we can help you out, you know we can you know like physical therapy per se, and uh, that was. That was tough because they were kind of like, we don't, you know, 
you know, the, the whole deal. Like, you, even, you had the surgery. This is after yeah, you had the surgery. this is after I had the surgery. Um, had the surgery from Andrews. Um, the guy, If I wish people could see his office because it was incredible. Um, he just, like, he's not one of those guys who's, like, you know, when you meet him, he's super boastful. But, like, if you walk in his office, it has, like, Drew Brees, you know, signature up there, you know, has, like um, – three national titles from um, Alabama. You know, mm-hmm. he just he has all the rings and everything. So I'm like, all right, this guy's a big shot, you know. Um, but, yeah, I ended up getting the surgery. Then COVID hit. And then it was kind of like one of those things where you can't really hang out with anybody because, you know, it was one of those, like, COVID things. And then finally – and here's a, here's a funny part about Tommy John recovery was – so I couldn't really – hang out with anybody because, you know, I'm limping, whatever. Well, as soon as I get done through physical therapy and all that stuff, I had to do a throwing program. And my dad, I had to throw with my dad for like three months, you know? And he, he, dude, I mean, he has a rotator problem, like, you know, rotator cuff issue. And uh, throwing with my dad, I mean, it had to be the chest or it's he ain't catching it, you know? (laughs) So, like, people always say, like, man, like, because especially after surgery, the biggest problem was hitting us, you know, hitting the glove, like finding the strike mm-hmm. zone. And I'm like, dude, I've been way ahead this whole time, man. Because I've been doing this for months. <laughs> yeah. I'm hitting my dad in the chest every time. Um, but, yeah, that was that was fun. Um, I would say, like, one thing about Tommy John is, like, it's one of those things where, especially any injury, like a UCL, ACL injury, anything like that, um, it takes a full year. And it's like an kind of isolating, like you're kind of isolated. Like you can't really, you can't play. You don't go on the trips. Exactly. Um, you're kind of with the team, but you're not, right. you know, with them per se. Um, so that was difficult. Um, I think COVID kind of helped with right. that aspect because everyone was gone, right? No one's playing. So it was kind of a benefit where it's like, I'm not losing anything because now no one's playing. Mm-hmm. No one's really doing anything competitive. So it was like, I'm still going to have a good shot. So that kind of worked in my favor, as bad as that sounds. Um, but, yeah, Tommy John was – it was difficult, but I you, you just got to enjoy the, the process, as people would say. I mean, it was – You pitched last fun. year. Are there still any effects you feel from that, or are you all back back to normal? I, I've gotten a little bit better since then. You throw um, a little harder now? A little bit harder, yeah. A little yeah. bit harder. I won't – yeah, I, I'm not going to be one of those guys like, oh, yeah, I throw gas. But, you know, a um, little bit harder, a little bit stronger. You know, so it's just one of those things. You come back and, you know. And the funny part was the first game I come back in was DBU. And they're – Dallas Baptist, for those of you Dallas Baptist. Pretty good at baseball. Really good, yeah. And uh, they're like, all right, man, throw me in. I, I'm so nervous, like, because I'm like, dude, I haven't played in a year. Like, this is going to be just, you know, not it. Um, I did okay for my first outing, I would say. Um but yeah, they end up going to a super regional, so that was that was fun. First first team, you know, super regional. Here we go. You All know. right, let's talk about school for a minute. You're a health and human performance major with mm-hmm. an education minor. You want to yes. be a teacher? Yes. Also with a psychology minor as okay, well. Okay, double minor. Yes. Where, where what do you want to teach? I mean, health and human performance, health teacher, gym teacher. What's the plan there? Um, so far it's gym teacher. Okay. Um, would love to do like gym teaching, coaching. Uh, I'd like to go in that aspect, anything to, you know, teach or showcase. I, I, I like doing those things. Where do you want to teach? Anywhere? You want to stay in Middle Tennessee? Just wherever you get a job? I, I, yeah, wherever I get a job. I like to start out just – You'll go anywhere. Go anywhere, yeah. 
So you're so. not you're not stuck in one place. That's good. No. All right. Well, you're, you got what? What? One more semester. So you're student teaching. Student teaching. Mm-hmm. That's all you got next semester, pretty much, right? That's all I got. Yeah, that's so the semester hope. when I quit doing the teaching. <laughs> <laughs> I student taught for the second to last semester, and I said, nope, I'm good. Uh, I'm going to go write about this. Totally get that. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, last question before we get to our rapid-fire questions. Why did you choose Austin P? Man. Um, see, the reason I chose Austin P, uh, first and foremost, was um, so I show up to a camp here, and I thought they were extremely professional. And a lot of, like, you know how you go to those camps and they're like, you know, give me money, and then you play around, and it's kind of whatever. Here, I thought they did a really good job, and, like, the coaching staff. Um, see, because Byron, when he was first here, loved him. Uh, Jansen made a good impression on me. So, um, pretty much the reason why I came here is because how professional they were, and then also just they were closer to home. I know some people like to go, uh, you know, their parents, like, I want to get away from home. For me, it was like it's complete opposite. Like, I want my parents to come to games. I want my parents to be a part, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds a little like, oh, here, oh, look, no. you know, but yeah, but you know, that's kind of why I chose Austin P. All right, let's get to our rapid fire questions now. You ready? Okay. All right. What's your favorite word or saying? <sighs> oh my gosh, man! Hold on, let me think. Probably dang it. Probably dang it. I say dang it a lot. It would have been funny if you just yelled Arby's right there. <laughs> just yelled it into the mic. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> What's the last book you read for fun? It was, um, man, I, I always forget the name of it, but there's a guy named Jocko Willink. I think that's his name. Sure. And, and he, he writes about um, extreme ownership. That's what it's called. Okay. And it's a leadership book, and it was it was fantastic. So... What's your worst habit? Uh, judging people. That's, a, that's my worst habit ever. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Absolutely. This, that's one of those arguments that started three on one at the house. <laughs> so uh, we're, we're breaking that down here. Everybody, everybody thinks they can do it. My roommates don't think they, that it's possible. It's possible. That's but but oh, like, is a walk like what constitutes how fast a walking is? You're not running. Speed you're walking. Walking. No, you're walking. You're walking. You're so just it's walking. just like a... Normal pace walk. I mean, you can make, maybe take it up a little bit. I, I, you can't run. You can't like, stro- you can't be out there strolling. You gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be moving a little. But you know, what's one rule in any sport that you would like to change or add? I was prepared for this one. Okay. Icing and hockey. You were just gone. I hate that rule. Hate it. Literally, they, you know, they drop the puck. Guy just shoots it down, hits the other guys, you know, back of the rink, and it's like, oh well, we gotta do it all over again. It's the worst. Worst rule in hockey. I'm with you. I hate it. What app on your phone gets the most use? Okay, um, iFunny does. I still I have. Funny. I still have that app. I don't yeah. even know what that is. Dude, it is a legendary app. Um, honestly, I think I think I had it since sixth grade, and I just hey, still kept it, and you know, still relevant. So, yeah. is it still relevant? It's still relevant. I promise. <laughs> What's the last gift you gave somebody? Oh man. Probably to my brother, and it was on his wedding. I think it was like a gift card to eat somewhere or something like that, you know, something basic. Who would you cast to play in a movie about yourself? Who would you cast to play you? All right. Um, play me. Now, Jocelyn said the same answer. He's wrong. Um, I I think Mark Wahlberg for me, and for him, it's um, Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey is – All right, if they're making a movie about the house, who's playing everybody? Oh my gosh. 
Um, You're Wahlberg, Jocelyn's McConaughey. I, you know what? I think it would be funny if Gino was, um, what's his face? You know that guy? Uh, he's on Sunday in Philadelphia. Charlie Day? No, no. Um, short Rock. guy. Short. Yeah, Charlie. Oh, is it Charlie? What's his name? Oh, my God. Guy with the glasses? Guy with the glasses. Oh, Danny DeVito. Yes. <laughs> you want Gino? <laughs> Gino, Danny DeVito. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gino. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I think that would be hilarious. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, I think Mark Wahlberg. And then... Um, Man, Garrett would be a tough one. You know, I I don't know. I feel like I feel like you know Garrett would try to be uh you know what's he what's a Thor actor what's his name Liam Hemsworth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine that all three of them and then have Danny DeVito in that's there. Gina. Dude, that's Gina, dude. Incredible movie. That's mean to Gina. Dude, you would. Here's the thing. You would show up to that movie and you'd be like, I don't care what this movie's about. <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. I'm so sorry that you just got cast as Danny DeVito, Gina. <laughs> What's the most embarrassing song you love? Oh, man. Hold on. Give me a thing about this one. Oh, it is I Believe by Cher. You know that song? I think so. It's, a, it's a, you know, like the Do You Believe in Life yeah, After yeah. Love song? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's incredible. No one can tell me otherwise. If you could go to any concert, who would it be? Uh, Metallica, That's for sure. I thought. I thought you yeah, would yeah. say that. All right, next one. What's the one place in the world you want to visit the most? Um... I would like to go visit probably Italy or anywhere in Europe for sure. So Italy. Italy's Italy is the, yeah, the yeah. place in Europe. It, Italy. I mean, just that whole area. The whole right area. There. The whole place. Gotcha. whole place. If you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? All right. So I would have Jesus in there. I mean, why not? Um, it's a good start. Good start. I'd have Jesus there. I'd have Abraham Lincoln. And then I'd probably have my great grandfather okay. in there. Uh, I think those three would be a great conversation right there. It's a good. It's a. It's a it could be a pretty good group right there. All right, who or what inspires you? Man, um, I would have to say the guy that inspires me the most, just throughout my whole life, was probably my dad. Um, I know that some people say that you know it's a basic kind of a basic answer, um, but just the way he is as a person, kind of me how to be kind of a man and uh you know just i think he's a funny guy and he's had a lot of things in his past that kind of you know aren't the best situation with family and things and he just came out and did the best he could with me and my brother so i think i look up to him most what advice would you give your younger self oh man stop being so hot-headed you know (laughs) (laughs) that's funny because i was and i searched you in little league world series some photos showed up from like the washington post and the caption of your photo was Luke Brown angry after his first inning strike, or is mad about his first inning strikeout. And you running back to the dugout, and you oh, looked yeah. like you were ready. Just you were just mad oh. at the world. See, I I took baseball way too serious back in the day. Like it's like, you know, life or death. And so I, I think now, like I kind of learned how to like try to tone it back, you know. But yeah, if if I could teach my younger self, stop being so hot headed, you know. All right, last question. This one comes from Peyton Powell. Okay. If you could change your name, what would you change it to? <laughs> Oh, I dude, that's a that's a heck of a question. Um, gosh, probably something just absolute wacky, you know. Um, let's see, man, I don't even know how to answer that. You could just say you want to change it to Luke Brown. You know, yeah. You know what? I I'll just yeah. I I want to keep my name. You know, uh, I think my parents did a good job at that. Um, you know, I I just keep my same name. I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't change it at all. 
So. All right, Luke, last question for you now. Kay. What question do you want to ask our next guest? Oh, man. Let's see. What's the coolest experience that you've ever done? I think that's a good one. What's your coolest, coolest experience? experience you've ever done? Yeah, yeah. And yours is Williamsport. Mine is Williamsport, or like non-athletic wise too. Non-athletic, like yeah, non-athletic yeah. coolest experience you've ever done. It could be anything and everything. Just coolest experience. I think that'd be a good one. All right. Well, Luke, thank you for your time. Ain't no problem. Uh, you're done with finals, but you know, so I guess you don't need more good luck on those. <laughs> yeah. Thank uh, God. Thanks for your time again, and we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. Thank you to Luke Brown for coming on the PCAST and giving, uh, giving part of his day after he finished up his finals to come talk to us here here on the podcast. Uh, always, always good to catch up with Luke. He's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, big news coming out of Austin P today. Today, okay. Thursday, December, yeah. December 9th. Thursday, December 9th. Austin P has partnered with Influencer, spelled I-N-F-L-C-R, for those of you that do not know. Uh, Influencer is a – we've worked with them a little bit in the past, but now it's official – it is a platform that has been purchased by Teamworks, which is another platform we use to, for our student athletes and coaches to communicate with each other. But Influencer is a way for student athletes to be connected to our media better, not like the outside media, like our in, like photos, video, stuff we do, so that they can better build their brands on social media. So all of our student athletes will have an influencer account. All the staff has influencer accounts, and we put photos on the website and stuff like that. We upload them to Influencer as well. And they have AI technology that will do facial recognition. And if that doesn't work, obviously, like I said, for football, you can't do facial recognition. Yeah, they wear helmets. We, go, we can go in and tag the photos. And when we tag the student athletes or the AI tags them, they get a notification. Hey, there's a new photo of you up. So then they can go take that photo, boom, on Twitter. Love it. Love yeah. It's, uh, it's a great way for them to build their brands. You can do the same with video. You can send them graphics that way. Um, you can do, I mean, coaching staffs, you can do everything. It's a cool way for us to help the student athletes build their brand. I mean, the Total Gov concept just keeps getting bigger and better. Uh, shout out to Gerald. Shout out to Lisa for helping because she does all of our teamwork stuff, help set this up. Shout out to Influencer. Yeah, for, shout uh, out to Influencer. I, I'm sure that we're not the only ones doing this, but I haven't heard of anybody else at our level doing this. So shout out to us. Yeah, it's a great time to be, it's a great day to be a It's gov. a landmark day. It sure is for the governors and the total gov concept as we said on twitter so it's a cool thing um it's a cool thing and i hope all the student athletes take advantage of it because they can build a brand now yeah they couldn't yeah. do that in the past i mean it's, it's definitely a whole new age of being a student athlete i mean and something like influencer it's just a, it's a great tool to add in your bag overall yeah you get you can build a brand you might as well take advantage of yourself if and i mean build your brand as much as you can exactly there's no reason not to you might as well may as well also Shout out to all the graduates this week. A lot of graduates coming up. Yeah, we got a lot of, not just student athletes graduating, uh, associate director of athletics, Jordan Harmon. Uh-oh, Getting really? his master's degree. I did not know Senior that. assistant to the uh, uh, 
assistant to the senior athletic staff and my roommate, Max Remy, getting his master's this week. Shout out they're to all, They're all walking on Friday. That's tomorrow. Uh, a lot of student athletes walking as well. Mm-hmm. Excited to uh, see them walk across the stage to get those degrees. I'll be there snapping some photos. There you go. Yeah, I got to help the friends out. Got to get some photos of the student athletes with uh, Dr. Lakari. We haven't got many of those yet because, you know, co- graduations yeah, last gra- year were a little, a little different little, with yeah. COVID. So, you know, it's really our first chance. Let's get some photos of the new president and uh, – and our student athlete to walk across the stage. Big moment for everybody. So it is. Monumental. We should be there to get some photos of it. It's the holiday season too, Alex. It very much is. We are counting down the days till Christmas. And there's I not much so going excited. on. So what, what, what is there better to do when there's not much going on mm-hmm. than watch some Christmas movies? Exactly. So we're going to talk about, we're going to break down the Christmas movies here. Okay. okay. Give me your favorite Christmas Ooh. movie. Okay. I got to think about this one. I'm willing to take like three. You can give me three okay. if you need I, to. I would say my number one, and this is definitely controversial, I've always liked the Polar Express and the original Grinch movie. The original, the original is better than the new one. It really is. The, the new it's really not that The close. new ones are just not The good. new one's like, bleh, gross. I don't yeah. like it. I've, I don't think I've ever watched the whole thing all the way through. Uh, like the new Grinch? No. I watched bits and pieces and I was like, eh. But no, the Grinch and Polar Express. How about you? Polar Express is in my top three. Okay. Polar Express, uh, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. And I like the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen. All, do you have a preference of which Santa Claus movie? The first one. Okay. But if I, I but, I, but I will watch. But I like all three of them. Okay. Do you have any that you dislike? You said the new Grinch. I'm not a the, fan the of any. Grin- a lot of the new ones. Like I mean, I'm a sucker for like the old. I mean, whether it's like the old Frosty and the Snowman, like the cartoon one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Off the top of my head, I don't think there's a Christmas movie that I just flat out don't like that I've actually seen all the way through. A hot take, I think I'm tired of watching Home Alone. You know, I, I heard somebody say that that's not even a Christmas movie on, I think it, it was Twitter the other, other day. Other than the fact that it takes place at Christmas time, there is no Christmas. I mean, there, there's, he sees Santa Claus. Yeah. I'm like, like I'm going to. There's a little bit more Christmas in the second one. Yeah. It, it's like an honorary Christmas movie. No, I mean, say. it's I Christmas mean, because okay. the family comes back and they get the hotel and they do all their Christmas. Yeah. It's a Christmas movie. I'm just tired of watching it. You know, I've I'd, seen it too many times. I'd, I can kind of get behind you. I mean, I'll still watch. It's been a little while since I've watched that. So I might have to go back and watch it's it. It's always see. on TV. Yeah, I don't have cable. I mean, but okay, you know, if you I, have cable, it's always yeah. on TV, and I'm just about <laughs> tired of watching it. Uh, are there any that are overrated? I think Home Alone. I think I just said that. I much. mean, yeah. Um, let's see, overrated Christmas movies. You know, I used to think, I know I said the Polar Express is one of my favorites. I used to think that that was very overrated, and then I stopped watching it for about five years. Polar Express is a good movie, it. yeah. It is so good. Like, I, yeah. My dad would say that Die Hard's his favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> my dad says the exact same God. thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a problem. It's barely a Christmas. If, if it's, it's, if it's not, a Christmas it's movie, not. Home Alone is the most Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> uh, true. I'm trying to think now. If I'm watching a Christmas movie, I think I'm watching the Santa Claus movies. Yeah, all of them. All, just all at once, back to back to back. Maybe not all. Maybe not back to back to back. But <laughs> Tim Allen just makes me laugh. Shout out to Tim Allen as well. <laughs> Any other Christmas movie takes you have? No, not really. I'm telling you, I'm just a classics. Like I'll sit down with my family, or you know, like in my apartment, and just sit and watch. Like I got the Christmas lights strung around my apartment. Um, <laughs> There you go. You're, uh, you're in I the am, season. Yeah, I, I just strung those up the other day, and I'm just like, man, it's Christmas. Like, Because I'm one of those people that, like, whenever candy canes hit Walmart or Target or wherever you shop, I'm buying, like, five boxes. 
See, I eat peppermints all year round because I don't really like, I don't chew gum. I eat my okay. mints, so yeah. it's kind of the same thing. So yeah. just doesn't really, uh, I'm not I'm not rushing for the candy canes. I, I am most definitely, I am, I am running across Walmart to get them. Also, we've got some of these like Christmas themed, like Yeah, there's buddies. a whole lot of like oh, Christmas themed little Debbies here in the conference room. I'm not sure why they're here. I don't like looking at them because I've been staring at them for the past <laughs> 20 minutes. Um, what is your other favorite Christmas snack or is there like a, a Christmas <coughs> hot cocoa or something? Ooh. You know, I mean, I mean, outside of like candy canes and it's really the Little Debbies. I mean, the I Christmas tree Little Debbie Debbies are far superior to the regular regular right. year round ones. When, when you brought me one of those the other day, yeah. I don't think I've ever been so happy. Yeah, I, you got to put them in the fridge. I, I learned that. Yeah. Like you put the like you keep the zebra cakes in the yep. fridge. You get the icing a little mm-hmm. hard. It's got yeah. a little crunch to it. Listen, takes it takes it to a new level. Game changer. It is a game changer. I guess we should. Uh, Talk about some Austin P stuff here now. I guess we should. Uh, once again, not a whole lot going on. <laughs> There's two basketball – or no, excuse me, three basketball games this week. Uh, the men are going to get things started on Saturday, December 11th, with a game at North Florida. They're playing in Jacksonville against a future A-Sun opponent. North Florida came here – was it last year or two years ago? Two years I ago. think it was two years ago. It was. Yeah, it was. Yep. I think we beat North Florida that year. The Ospreys, good nickname. It is uh, – we're the only governors in the country? I'm pretty sure. I mean, they got to be the only Ospreys. There's got to be another Ospreys, like a D2 or something. Yeah. I'm telling you. Somebody else is the Ospreys. I have no facts to base that on. <laughs> somebody else is the Ospreys. So. so it's always good to go play another A-Sun team, or not another A-Sun, a future A-Sun opponent. Uh, just find out where you're at with uh, the teams you're going to be playing for for a while. So should, should be a good game. I mean, granted, I mean, the teams looked really good. I mean, you know, we're coming off that win against Milligan, so how much do you take away from that? But it – it should be a lot of fun. Also, you know, good for them. Dip out of this cold weather. Yeah, good to get to go spend. The I enjoy in it. Florida. I don't think most people do. Yeah. Um, no. You're not a cold weather guy. I mean, I am a cold weather guy, um, but I'm just I'm sitting here. I'm like Florida though. Florida sounds like it would be. It dangerous. was fine. It was hot. I was there. <laughs> then uh, they're gonna stay in Florida, just not coming out. No, they're no. driving down from uh, Jacksonville to Tampa. Where they're gonna play South Florida. So the Bulls. I don't. What conference is South Florida? If you wouldn't have asked me that, I would be able to tell you. Can I have conference USA? No. Which no. one's FAU in? Oh, man. Um, yeah, they are. Are they? No, they're not. Hold up. Let's. No. Nah. Oh, boy. What conference are they in? This is when Google. I'm saying conference USA. Final answer. American. Why did I not think American? Ah. I always forget about the American conference. Like, it, yeah. Apologies to the American conference. <laughs> <laughs> South, South Florida and the Govs, Tuesday, December 14th. Uh, down in Tampa. Couple, hey, big wins if you get those wins on the road Definitely. in Florida. Yeah. Go pick up some um, nice wins in Florida. Have, no, have I don't fun. know much don't else about either of those teams. Other than, I really uh, don't either. Directional Florida schools. Go beat them. Yeah. Women's basketball, 14 days off before they finally – are back on the court with a 2 p.m. Sunday game in the Dunn Center against another feature A-Sun foe in Bellarmine. Uh, I believe it's the first ever matchup between the Govs and Bellarmine in women's basketball. Austin P played s- – the women's team plays six first-time opponents this year. Oh, wow. Um, they beat Pikeville for the first time they ever played them. They lost to both the schools in Florida. Um, who did we play in Florida? Uh, you played – Davidson and Tulsa. Tulsa. Yes, so they, I believe, I think we've already played another one. Who else did we play for the first time? This is great radio. Um, <laughs> this is great, yeah. Much research went into this, if you can't tell. Uh, it's your team, man. I Come think on. they're one. I think, the, um, <laughs> dang it, now, now, now I'm lost. 
Now I'm lost. What is going on? Doesn't even know his own team. Calm down. (laughs) Calm down over there. (laughs) Once again, great radio. It is. We are we are the most entertaining. Uh, Not Butler. Played them before. Oh, it's UNC Asheville and Gardner Webb. Those are the other teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's the third of the fourth. The fourth of six games against first-time opponents. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was bad. The fourth of six games against first-time opponents. The Govs are one and two in those games this year. Obviously, it will not be the last time we play Bellarmine. Nope. That will become an annual thing. It sure will. Another a, a future ace on conference opponent. Yep. So, uh, Govs and the Knights finally back in action. It's 2 p.m. in the done. Be there Sunday. What else are you going to do Sunday? Nothing. Nothing. W- whenever, you know, you go, you watch the Knights, and then after you're done, go watch some Christmas movies. Or go Riverside, you know, walk the Christmas lights over there. But no, first you're walking through Christmas lights is overrated. You got to go to Bristol Motor Speedway and drive through them. Okay, I can get behind that. But at the same time, walking Riverside with the Christmas lights, annual thing for me. I've done it. I don't think I'll be doing it again. <sighs> Dang. Bah humbug. No, I'll, I'll <laughs> wait until I get to go to the good lights show at Bristol. Okay. I'll no, save. I've never was, done that one, though. I'll save my lights for the top of the line. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, not playing with the minor league lights here in Clarksville. I heard somebody on the radio yesterday say the biggest light show in Tennessee, and it was like talking about the Wilson County Fairgrounds, and I was like, uh, excuse you. Really? I don't think so. Like, they might be. I want to know what they're using to measure to make that bigger than the ones at Bristol Motor Speedway because they literally light the entire inside of a racetrack. That's and that's, quite only, a few like, that's only the finale. <laughs> it's incredible, and I think that one's bigger. I don't care what anybody on the radio says. All right, that's enough of us doing that. Uh, <laughs> Katie Etheridge, Riley Flinch, Matthew Fitzpatrick, for all your community service opportunities, a huge shout-out to Carly Graham for her coat drive. She did a lot of good work, and it kind of rounded out, I think, at the Milligan basketball game. I'm sure if you still had coats and things to donate, her or Matthew Fitzpatrick, somebody over there would take them and get them to the people they need to go to. It's always good to do that kind of stuff and help out the community. It's also the holiday season, so if there's any other good you want to do in the community, check with the academic team, and they'll get you connected with the right people to do that. Maybe go ring that bell for Salvation Army. Let's do it, yeah. You ever run the bell? I have. We used to, I used to do that um, like once a week my senior year of high school. It's just it's a lot of fun. Good time. I've never done it, but I, I appreciate the people that do it because it's just a lot of a lot of this. A lot of, a lot of upper body movement. Yeah. Uh, you're, get that you get a good arm. Do you have to switch hands a lot? I did. I mean, I, I was also a weakling. I mean, uh. might still be, but, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, you don't have to say that about yourself. Alex. <laughs> In the meantime, where can people follow us on the on the internet? All right, I messed this up last week. He's I gonna got get it, this it week. get it right this Ready? time. Go on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. Okay. Find us. And now Facebook at Austin P Governors. I'll give you a B on that because you had to explain yourself. You know, I did, but I, I had to pause for dramatic effect because I really butchered it last week, so I had to 100% make sure I got it right this week. Anything else? You know, of course. Shout out to. Just, I mean, everybody who's been helping, you know, put stuff out on there. Uh, Eric, Robin, Carter. Busy time. I mean, like, there might, there may not be a lot of uh, sports going on, but they're always standing. Well, everybody's sure. busy whether there's sports going on or not. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, and myself. We've got all the, all the information you can use to keep up with the Govs. You're, you know what else you're going to need to keep up with the Govs? What's that? You're going to need tickets. How do you get tickets? You get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. Give old two-ring John a call. He'll answer on the second ring, I guarantee it. The women's team is back at home this weekend, December 12th, against Bellarmine. Get there for that game. If you don't want to, if you don't want to, well, 
You shouldn't not want to. You should want to be there. And if, but if you can't, if you can't make it on Sunday, you got December 21st when the women take on UT Southern, and you got December 22nd to round out the basketball season before Christmas. The men will play a big non-conference game against Western Kentucky. The Hilltoppers, the Hilltoppers coming are coming to town. town. Hey, other big news for that Western Kentucky game, VIP Hoops is back. Uh-oh. Awesome. VIP Hoops is back for the men's game against Western Kentucky. It is also back for all Ohio Valley Conference games this season. Food is provided by Outback Steakhouse. There will also be Coca-Cola products and adult beverages provided by the Hand Family Companies. Uh, VIP Hoops is available to all Monocle Society members. You can also buy single-game tickets for $15, or if you're not in the Monocle Society, you should be. Yes. You can, spend, but you can buy a $75 season ticket to be a to get VIP Hoops for the entire season. But if you're going to spend $75 on VIP Hoops, just pay a hunt, just pay pay whatever it costs to join the Monocle Society. And then, boom, you're in VIP hoops, mm-hmm. and you got all these other great opportunities. Yeah. I mean, I mean, VIP it, that just sounds like a great time, honestly. I know. VIP hoops sounds like a lot of fun. And if you want to get VIP hoops, you get in contact with Johnny. If you want to join the Monocle Society, which is the best way to get all the VIP hoops uh, benefits, get in contact with Max Remy. Give him a call. Oh. Give him an email. He'll get you in the right direction for the Monocle Society. He's getting me signed up. So maybe I'll go up there in between games and have a nice, have a nice steak and blooming onion. There you go. That, that, mm, that sounds great. <laughs> And then we said VIP Hoops is back for the Western Kentucky game. The Govs are back after the Christmas break on December 30th. I think it's UT Martin in the Dunn Center. It's a doubleheader, the women and the men. Make sure you get your regular tickets and your VIP Hoop tickets. You don't want to miss any of the action in the Dunn Center this season. Also, find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on the website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review on the podcast. Five stars. Alex, what do we want? Five stars. How many? Five. How many? Five. All five. Want to suggest a guest or new co-host? Let us know if a local or on-campus event we should shout out. It's still the holiday season, so let us know which Christmas songs you want to hear here on the PCAST. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex underscore. Oh, boy. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out Jayla's dad. Shout out Steve Willis. Shout out Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that's graduating this week. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Christmas without you. So blue, just thinking about you. Decorations of red on a green Christmas tree won't be the same, dear.